What's up everybody? It's Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office. Um, burning out a couple of podcasts in a row. So it is still Saturday. If you listened to the last one, it was Saturday when I did that one. Uh, it's still Saturday. It's still dreary, cold, trying to get something done before uh, work starts here in the shop. So anyway, appreciate you listening. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying them. Um, so we're going to jump right in to the next one. Um, keeping on the, uh, I don't know, the theme of shows, uh, we're going to talk about the black truck and towing to the IH parts America Sierra fall rally. Um, in between, the national show in August and the fall rally in October um, was able to kind of fine tune some things on the black truck as far as little bits and, and whatnot that uh, that popped up in our short haul um, on our way to nationals before we had the transmission issues. So we had swap the transfer case back to the GM one uh, so we could run the actual Allison uh, speed sensor right there in the transfer case. Uh, yeah, we have the outputs on the wrong side now. Um, so I don't have four-wheel drive. It's still that way because we're modifying the 205. But uh, <clears throat> um, we changed that, got a different drive shaft uh, because of the different transfer case. Um, cleaned up some wiring a little bit, some routing of things, um, you know, just went through a few things that, that needed attention, um, and just kept driving it. Uh, the truck was, the truck runs great, uh, drives great. Got a little bit of a death wobble, um, and we think, we noticed that the tie rod is, bent just a tiny bit in the middle. Uh, so we think that bent tie rod is thrown off our alignment just enough to, to create the death wobble in certain situations. Uh, it doesn't death wobble when I'm towing, only does it when it's empty. So, uh, you know, it's got something to do with, with geometry for sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, we dialed some things in, got her set up good. Um, so in fall rally, we loaded up, we don't take nearly as many parts to fall rally just because, uh, it's a good show, but the California shows are funny because the West coast, they're not rusty. They're not, you know, we can take a load of sheet metal to Ohio and it can be average, you know, like it can have some bubbles and stuff like that, as long as it's not rusted all the way through. And we'll sell every single piece of it. I take a piece of sheet metal to a California show that's got some bubbles, and people want to know why I brought scrap metal. So we don't take sheet metal to California shows anymore, uh, unless it's like the you know, 71 to 75 scout two um, cab top, the little metal cab top, or, um, 
you know, something really unique or special that, that people are looking for that just doesn't, isn't around, we might take that. But, you know, as far as, as just general sheet metal, we don't do it. But what we do take is a lot of wearable parts, um, window cranks, door handles, felt kits, uh, fuel pump, you know, gear train, um, you know, fuel tanks, that kind of stuff we take we take down there because those are what wear out because people are still driving them out here out west it's not uncommon uncommon to just keep driving your international um and that's what like when steve moved out here from pennsylvania he couldn't believe all of the 80s and 90s cars that are still on the road and being driven every day out here because they just don't rust um so yeah, uh, so we don't take as many parts to Fall Rally as, as we do to the Midwest shows. Um, but we did haul Palmolive, uh, Josie Scout, down. And, um, you know, she entered it in the show, and I entered my black truck in the show, and, you know, just to help kind of sponsor the show. We, you know, I pay a fair amount of money to, to be a vendor down there, and, you know, they give you a, a show entry and stuff like that. So it's a really good show. It's really laid back. Um, you meet a lot of cool people, uh, and you know, the trucks are usually really nice. Even the, even the, the beat up ones are still pretty nice. Uh, so it's a good show. We like going to it a lot. Jeff there at IH parts has been a big supporter of ours for years. We buy, you know, thousands of dollars worth of parts from him every month. And, and it's just, you know, it's a lot of camaraderie and it's a good show. Uh, so I recommend anybody that's, you know, within a day's drive of, of Northern California, uh, you should consider coming out to that show. It's usually first weekend in October. The weather's really nice. It's just a, it's just a nice, uh, it's a nice show. So, uh, towing down with the black truck, uneventful went all the way down no problems that i remember um you know towing the enclosed trailer with the scout and a bunch of parts in it i think we were getting almost 12 miles to the gallon uh which is pretty good because that enclosed trailer it bucks a lot of wind and uh and it's you know four thousand pounds on its own and then you put a 4500 pound scout in it and another two thousand pounds in parts and camping gear and everything else and uh it you know, it adds up. So it was uh, me and Josie and Steve went down, had a good show. We won some awards. We sold a lot of stuff. Um, you know, it's just just a good good show. Um, black truck, like I said, it pulls great. I'd like to add airbags to it um, just to help with the load a little bit more. Uh yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to say. It just it pulls like an animal. That five-speed Allison was one of the best decisions I ever made uh, once we got that sensor stuff figured out. It's taken some legwork, but, but man, it's worth it. Just It just works. Uh, so, yeah. Um, went through the show... And then it's Josie's birthday weekend. And so we planned, we took some time off. We unloaded Palmolive. She was in the show. And we drove Palmolive to Las Vegas, which was like eight hours away. So Steve took 
the truck and trailer. We loaded up a job there, Nate's uh, Nate's little Scout 80. We're going to do some suspension and, and some cleanup on it. Uh, should be a fairly quick job once it's once it's in the shop, but uh, uh, he's not in a rush for it, so we took it. Um, and uh, and so yeah, so Steve towed back with Nate's Scout and pretty much empty trailer because we sold a bunch of stuff. And uh, Josie and I continued uh, south to Las Vegas with Palm Olive. Palm Olive, I'll recap, is a 68 Scout 800, uh, 266, four speed. Um, it's got 44 rear, 30 front. We have been slowly kind of going through it. And um, last fall we did a big rehab on it pulled the motor completely blew it apart uh resealed it regasketed um put all new freeze plugs everything in it painted it uh really really cleaned it up nice and uh we re-geared it to 373 uh it's got 31 inch tires it's got a two and a half inch lift on it now uh it's got our aluminum tanks filler necks, uh, medicine cabinet, of course, uh, a few other doodads. She reupholstered the seats, uh, or seat, I should say. It uh, has a full soft top on it. Just a good, good, solid cleanup uh, resto mod, you know, daily driver. She drives the thing all the time, all the time. And, and it's because you can. You know, the brakes work good. It's still manual steering, but with the 31s, it's not too bad, especially because they're not mud terrains are just all terrain um so it it drives really nice it goes down the road good you know you can do 65 and it's not screaming especially the 266 uh you know being such a small bore short stroke v8 it uh i should say short stroke compared to a 345 or 392 uh it can handle you know 2500 2600 of sustained rpms with no problems at all and uh we were averaging 14 miles a gallon and so we went to vegas um we stayed at the old mgm there on the strip because josie had never been down there and uh it was it was just something she wanted to do give her a taste of you know tourist inner city las vegas um and it was good. We went to like the neon sign graveyard. Uh, that's super cool. Uh, if you ever, if you're into neon signs and that kind of thing, go go visit that museum. It's you know like twenty bucks to get in. Nothing's cheap anymore. Uh, any even stupid little touristy shit you wanted to do, it, you know, it costs money. Um, ended up she wanted to go to the the ghost hunters. Uh, museum that Zach Baggins guy, uh, you know, I uh, <laughs> I humored her and and went through that with her. Uh, you know, uh, not my not my deal. I'm not into that sort of thing. But uh, she wanted to do it, so so that's what a good uh, a good significant other does. And so uh, we did a bunch of walking around. I went to Welder Up. Uh, shout out Merlin Johnson. Steve Darnell, thanks for the hospitality. Got to meet uh, Big Country Roy Nelson. Um, you know, seeing him in person, uh, I still wouldn't want to get punched in the face by him. Uh, he's 
He is a substantial dude. Uh, so if you don't know anything about MMA, just Google uh, Roy Nelson or Big Country, and you'll see a highlight reel of him clobbering guys. Uh, so, but no, got the got the behind the scenes tour because of Merlin being a good guy. Uh, so that was super fun. Got to see. You know, that shop, they got a lot of stuff going on there and, and the creativity that comes out of there. I know those kinds of rat rods, the, the welder up rat rods are, I mean, there are tons of decoration and and just stuff stuck on there just for the sake of sticking it on there. But at the same time, they're backed up with, you know, thousand horsepower diesel engines and some of them, you know, they run the Chrysler Hemis. Uh, you know, they got blowers on them and stuff. They actually make horsepower and they've got, you know, the, the drivetrain to handle it. And, um, so it's kind of the best of both. They look neat. They look cool. And, uh, and they can be run hard. So that's, that's what I like. You know, we build the same kind of stuff here as far as being able to use them hard and, and know that they'll mechanically hold up. So, yeah, so that was fun. Um, ate some good barbecue. Um, what else was there? Oh, we um, did take some time off and just kind of wandered around the strip, uh, walked around. I ate my weight in M&M's and, um, you know, had some decent food various restaurants and stuff that you do. Oh, <laughs> here's a good Josie. Josie has never been, had never been on a roller coaster before. And I don't mean the little the ones at the fair. I mean, legit loop the loop, you know, roller coasters. And <laughs> there's a big one at the New York, New York there on the strip. And she, you know, I went through the Haunted Museum, so she went through the roller coaster with me. I love roller coasters. They're, they're one of my favorites. And she had never been on one, so <laughs> she uh, pretty much was, was miserable. Uh, <laughs> she was making noises that I hadn't heard in a while. She... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even describe it. I'm not a good enough narrator to describe just how freaked out she was, um, like panting and, and just making terrible noises. And, you know, those roller coasters only last like 45 seconds, 50, you know, maybe a minute that you're on the thing and then you're, you're back at the thing. And, uh, <laughs> When you know, when you get off of those things, there's a little souvenir shop where they have the pictures of you. They take your picture through whatever, and the pictures of her were just like, I imagine that's what her face would look like at childbirth, like just painful, excruciating expressions. And uh, <laughs> she was a trooper, but man, I never, never seen anybody react that way to a roller coaster uh so i thought that was kind of funny but anyway um oh we drove out to valley of fire or hoover dam that's right went to hoover dam 
uh, got to take the dam tour, uh, at least what they would do there. Parts of it were closed because of the, the Rona still. So, um, did what we could do. It was hot out there. Um, I'm definitely afraid of heights. So I'm sure I was making funny faces when we were near, you know, the edge of the dam and, and a lot of the higher up things. But, uh, yeah, uh, it was neat. It's cool to see that history and learn some of that stuff. And, and uh, you know, that's one of those Hoover Dams is one of those eighth wonders of the world kind of things. And how they were able to build it so fast. And, you know, there were a lot of fatalities. No, there's no one stuck in the concrete still. Um, but, you know, just building things that fast and, and the impact that it had on the rest of the country uh it's pretty amazing so did that went out to valley of fire uh which is crazy rock formations and and there's a lot of um tribal native american history out there uh again visitor center had a, a ton of stuff we were in there for quite a while looking at things and stuff and junk and um yeah you know just if you're in the South Nevada area, you really should check that stuff out if you haven't been already. Uh, oh, on our way in. That's right. I forgot. On our way in, we stopped in Beatty. Uh, they have a huge candy store in Beatty. <laughs> but uh, that's the gateway and one of the entrances into Death Valley. And uh, again, Death Valley was one of those things where I'd, I think I'd been there when I was like five, but I didn't really remember it. Um, and so... I want to go in there and see some of that stuff. And, and man, there's some history in there, uh, just some hardened, hardened pioneers that, that, man, I can't imagine trying to live out there and having livestock and, and, and trying to make, to stay alive. Like it just terrible. I could, the, the terrain, the weather, <clears throat> all of it, just awful. Why anybody would want to be out there, I just don't know. But uh, they did. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, did a ton of, of sightseeing out there. We put a lot of miles on Palmolive for sure. Uh, but yeah, what else did we do? Oh, the Nelson Ghost Town. There's a place called Nelson, Nevada. Um, that's way out there in the middle of nowhere. Tons of cool junk. Tons of stuff. They've been you know, organizing it in such a way that there's like a chapel and people get weddings and have photo shoots and various things out there. And, and it's super neat. Um, you know, Josie and I did, we kind of made a pact that if we did ever decide to go crazy and get married, that we'd probably get married out there. So, um, you know, keep an eye on your mailbox for a wedding invitation, uh, sometime now in the next 30 years. Um, yeah, I just, you know, like I said, put a lot of miles on Palm Olive, uh, super stoked. We used one quart of oil the entire trip because uh, we drove back. What did we do? We went, um, where did we go? Oh, came back through Highway 95 or 93, I mean, through Alamo and and all those small little towns, uh, off of the, off the beaten path through battle mountain, stayed in battle mountain. And then, um, 
and then came back up through uh, Eastern Oregon and, and into back home. And uh, yeah, like I said, Palmolive did great, didn't leak a drop of oil, uh, four speed runs great. Um, you know, the soft top wasn't that bad at speed. You know, these modern soft tops, you know, it's what's on there now is from a brand called Soft Topper. They're out of Colorado, super quality product. If everything is tight, if everything is snapped down and installed correctly, and you use all the little gaskets and you, and you put the straps up the way they're supposed to be, the Velcro and all that stuff, going down the road, it's not that bad. Uh, it's probably quieter than the full metal top because the full metal top, they rattle and squeak and bang and bong. And, you know, it's like driving a 55 gallon drum down the road. So, uh, I really enjoy the, the full soft top. And then while we were down there, we were able to roll the sides up, roll the back up and, and, you know, have a open kind of bikini top, but a full bikini top that actually covers you all the way. So, uh, that was, that was kind of nice. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy having that soft top. And if I ever build a scout two for myself or whatever, it will more than likely have a, a full soft top just because, um, so, but yeah, super happy with how Palmolive went. The bearings stayed cool. The brakes worked great. Even in Las Vegas, stop and go traffic where you go from, you know, 60 to 10 back to 60 to zero, you know, uh, the brakes are great. It was, it was fine. Um, you know, we did Uber around to some of the stuff while we were in there just because it wasn't worth trying to get the thing out of the parking garage. Cause I did, we did put it in the garage to try to keep it a little safer. Um, cause, uh, Las Vegas isn't exactly, you know, Mayberry and you soft top scout even you know we didn't keep anything in there that was valuable but still these idiots you know rather than just open the door they'll cut through your side window and then realize there's nothing in there worth taking so um you know we, we left it in the garage for a couple of days while we you know did some other sightseeing with just walking around or, or with uber and uh, it was fine um you know I, I recommend that actually, if you're gonna if you're gonna do stuff in town like that, like it sounds funny to say, but man, Ubers <laughs> they really are helpful. You don't have to f deal with parking and all of that. You just get dumped off at the sidewalk, and you can walk right in and and you know have fun and not have to worry about your junk and all that. So, so it was good. It was a it was a good trip. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, just the fact that we were able to drive a 68 Scout so far with no problems and get 14 miles to the gallon and enjoy it and get tons of thumbs up and people like it. And, you know, it's it's not the most comfortable rig in the world, but Josie's reupholstered seat with extra foam and, and lumbar support and stuff like it was it wasn't bad like even that in the black truck she did the the upholstery in the black truck same thing you know extra foam tighten things up a little bit and i just drove the black truck on another trip that we'll talk about later um like i was on the road for six days i did you know jesus almost three thousand miles and it's fine you know i i've felt great like not sore not tired not my legs didn't hurt nothing so if you put a little money into the stock upholstery 
stock seeds. Uh, they can be fine. It's just guys try to drive around on the original broke down horse hair, broken spring vinyl seat. And they're like, oh, these seats are terrible. I need to swap in something better. And it's like, well, I don't know. Redo the stock ones and give them a chance. That's what I tell a lot of people. And most people are, are happy with that. Um, so anyway, it was a good trip. Stoked at how it went. Uh, would love to do it again. Um, no fears in driving Palm Olive anywhere around the country. So yeah, that's what you want in a rig. That's what you want in a build. So keep that in mind when you're putting yours together. Anyway, we're going to hang it up for today. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, appreciate it very much. Don't forget about Patreon if you want to donate and, uh, yeah. Till next time, it's Dan Binder Boneyard.